surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It. I am your host, Taylor, and today we have a guest who is back for her second time on the pod, and we're going to talk a little bit of like a piggyback from our last episode. So welcome, Sarah, back to the show. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So our last episode that you were on, um, we talked about body positivity and got a lot of really great feedback from that, that people felt really connected to that episode and just really appreciated your vulnerability in it. Yeah, I definitely felt less crazy afterwards. Like a (laughs) few women reached out to me and said they had similar thoughts and similar feelings. So Mm -hmm. it was very like, what's the word? Cathartic? Yeah. To like say it all out loud and not feel like I was like in my head a lot. Yeah. It makes such a difference. And like sometimes I feel like in the podcast, like we're always kind of repeating this uh, sentiment of like, you're not alone. And like, this is why it's important for us to talk about these things. But it really is so true. Every time a different episode comes out, a different topic, it's like you see the difference that it makes. And even part of why we're going to have our conversation that we have today is because, you know, the first time that you brought up this question that I'll say in a little bit, um, I remember being like, oh, like, I'm so glad like someone's like asking me about that. And I'm so glad that like we can talk about that because before talking about it, it's like something I kind of keep to myself and maybe feel a little bit embarrassed about. I feel like it's something that should be private. But when we talk about it, like we just feel so much closer to each other. (laughs) Um, It's definitely something that I was kind of on like a quest to find an answer to. (laughs) And I think my friends were probably sick of me talking about it Mm. by the time I wrapped it all up. Well, I invited it and I was very happy that you asked. (laughs) So this was a few over a month ago uh, that we were, I don't remember what we were doing, but you asked me, you were like, it's like, what do you do for your vagina? Like, what do you do for your hair? I think I refer to it as your bush usually. Bush, yeah. You're like, how do you like, how do you maintain your bush? Like, what does your bush look like right now? Yeah. What are the cool kids doing? Because I'm, I'm married. I'm older. I just, what is in for bush hair right now? And I just, no one had answers for me. Yeah. And I remember I was like, yeah, like we should talk about bushes more. Hair in general. (laughs) I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, what do you, what is, how do you know what to do if you're not allowed to talk about it? Yeah. So you had shared, you were kind of looking to see what you, what, what you should be doing and what, what people are doing these days. And I told you, so I've personally, we're going to get real into it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into all the things body hair of like throughout our whole entire body. So it's getting it personal. Um, so I have never done a wax before, just mainly out of fear because I try to be very nice to my vagina and I feel like if I were to wax her, that that would put her in a lot of pain and just seems like a very like harsh, traumatic thing for her to go through (laughs) that I was like, I don't know that I want to do that. So I had never done a wax. I had never done a sugaring. And I told you, I was like, yeah, you know, I've shaved, but mainly what I just do is I just trim. Like I use a trimmer and like it goes basically all the way down and I'll do that and then just let it grow till bush season comes and (laughs) I'll live with a bush for a hot minute. Uh, depends on my sexual activity and then I'll do the trim again. Um, but you ended up doing something a little bit different this time. Um, I went in and got sugared, which is similar to waxing, but it's more environmentally friendly mm-hmm. and it's a little less like, I guess, abrasive for your body. Yeah. The lady who did it had a whole spiel and I wish I had listened more, but I was a little nervous because, you know, I'm spread eagle yep. on the table <laughs> as she's talking about it. Um, and I went with what I think they call the French design, which mm-hmm. is like a type of Brazilian, but it's more hair on the the top part. Yay, everyone knows. Yep. <laughs> um, but I just was like, 
if it's not all there, if you get rid of all of it, that's like so much high. It's so high maintenance. Yeah. Like I feel like I have to get my brows done. I got to get my nails done. I get my lashes done. And I have to add that on top of it. Like are there people out there who wax it all the time? Like who has time for that? That's like <laughs> and money. I'm, yes, exactly. <laughs> like that's what I'm – I remember there was an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. which I, it must have been years ago because they would never do this now, where I think they were doing it to themselves. Oh my like, god! <laughs> I think that I can't remember which of the three girls it was, because but I think I want to say Courtney was waxing Chloe. Ow! And like, I just was like, they don't even have the time for this <laughs> and the money. Like what? You're like they're not even going into like a spa or a salon and getting it done. I'm sure they do. Just know. doing it themselves. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I think the other thing too was like my mom, sorry, mom putting you out there. Um, <laughs> I think she had gotten waxed once. She like got a Brazilian to go to Mexico or something. And she was like, Tay, don't do it because they'll do your butthole and then your butthole, butthole hairs will grow back like in weird ways. And then your butt will always itch. And I was like, <laughs> hold on, what? She's like, yeah, then you have to like shave your butt. You have to. They give you the option to do that too. Like they're like, "Do you want that?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. Have you ever seen the the movie Talladega Nights? Yeah. The scene where they're like, "I spread my butt cheeks," for <laughs> that, and I always think of that. I'm like, "I'm not doing that." I've even had laser hair removal. Yeah. And okay. I did that, and they're always like, they ask you that. They're like, "Do you want to do your butt?" And I'm like, "No." I don't want to laser down See, there. That's, that's to me. That's like so bizarre, and I really want to get to like why why we've gotten so into this like hair removal, especially for our lady parts. And, you know, it's interesting, like when you look back at, you know, what Playboy used to look like and what porn used to look like. And, you know, in the seventies, like the bush was like in. And it wasn't just like a trimmed bush. It was a full out like like, wild bush. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's no taming it. Yeah. (laughs) And like, yeah, exactly. And so I just, I've always wondered, I was like, is bush in? Yeah, and now we're going from not only is Bush not in, but even like your butthole. Like where and and why and I, I get the notion that like you want it to feel clean and you can like see everything, but I don't know. I mean, I don't ever notice my butthole hair. Yeah, I'm like, who who are we doing this for? <laughs> like I can understand when your bush gets to a certain point that you wanna, you know, clean it up a little bit, but the waxing and all of that, like, who are we doing that for? I mean, is that for ourselves? I mean, I feel like for me, this was like my husband, bless his soul, mm-hmm. did not, does not care. He does not have a strong opinion. Yeah. Like, he, I'm very lucky that with body hair in general, he's pretty, mm-hmm. he's pretty chill about it. Like, some men are real jerks, I think. Yeah. Um, he's also incredibly hairy. So he has like literally no room to speak, yeah. no room. <laughs> so for me, I was more like, I want to feel confident like when I go swimming mm-hmm. or like, you know, like when I'm hanging out with my girlfriends and we're going swimming, I don't want it to be like crazy down there. So yeah. that, I think I'm more doing it for myself. When when you know that that part of you might be public. Like, right. Like if I'm in Mexico on vacation mm-hmm. or if I'm like, you know, going swimming. So if it's like, if I, what if I don't plan for it? You know, like yeah. I want it to be, I want to be ship shape. Top, what's the saying? Touch and top. tip top shape. Yes. Tip top shape. <laughs> I want to be ready. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, and I understand that. I think that is to a certain point, we are doing it for ourselves, for our confidence, but it's also because of that external pressure and that external judgment of what society is going to tell us as women, what we should look like. And, um, I think it, super great that like your husband is like very supportive of whatever you want to do with to manage your hair but i think there have definitely been times where i've dated someone and they have you know expressed an interest in me getting waxed or something and even one of my exes was like that they that they wanted me to have my nails done a little bit more and i was like if you want me to have a manicure and pedicure constantly then you can pay for me to go get that done and I feel the same way about waxing. Like if my partner, which thankfully he doesn't, uh, but if he wanted me to be waxed regularly and that that was like a strong preference for him, otherwise he would feel uncomfortable engaging in sexual activity or whatever, which would be a red flag to me from the get-go. But anyway, hypothetically speaking, if he were to want that, I would say, okay, so you're either going to split this with me or you're going to, you know, foot this bill and I'll make the time to go and do that and have that done to my body. 
It's a lot of money that goes into like looking what society wants you to be presentable. Yeah. Like a lot of money. Yeah. And and the laser, so can you can you touch a little bit about your experience with that? Well, I was young and stupid and I bought this package that I had no business affording for one thing, so that's really annoying. Um but I got it from the waist down and um like they, did legs. I got legs, calves, I, my toes. Toes. They did my little top, my big toe. I have dark mm-hmm. hair. It's it shows. Yeah. Um, so they did everything, and even to this day, it's pretty sporadic. Like throughout my, like it grows back still in certain places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought a package that was like six treatments, mm-hmm. and then it was like two years worth of maintenance because you have to continue to go. But like, I went once a month for two years. Wow. And I still have hair down there. Like, so. Wow. Um, that's one, how strong my hair is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I was like, it's that not hair is not back And down. I don't know the science. Like, maybe I went to a bad place. Like, I, I honestly do not know. Because yeah. um, once that all happened, I was like, this was like a mistake. I shouldn't have spent all this money on it. It's not worth it. Um, hmm. But it does grow back, like, like, like less. Like, yeah. I have, I don't have to shave as much. And, like, certain parts of my calves, like, don't grow at all. Like some of it did work, but in general. And again, I'm also like, not to touch back on this again, I am plus size. So I feel like yeah. there's like, my thighs are thick. So it's like a larger space. Mm-hmm. So maybe that had something to do with it. Like maybe, you know, like the lasers hurt. It doesn't hurt, but you know, it doesn't feel good. So it's yeah. like a longer session. So that might have been like, maybe it wasn't as thorough because it was a bigger canvas. <laughs> Potentially. I just referred to my legs as a canvas. Canvas, too, yeah. So there <laughs> you know, we go. All our bodies are works of That's art kind of if we want to look for. at it that way. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of wondering if that might have been why I don't feel like it was as good hmm. as it could have been. But mm-hmm. um, there's definitely like, if you can afford it, I would say it is worth it, but hmm. it's expensive. And Yeah. I've I've considered it on bikini line. Yeah. Um, I wish I had. But even that, I just... I don't know. There's something that feels very inauthentic to me about doing something that's going to be permanent in any way to my body. I am actually glad that it's not as permanent as I thought it was going to be. Like I still can grow a bush, obviously, because I'm concerned about it. Um, I mean, I spent so much money. I feel like I should not have to have this conversation, but I'm having (laughs) this conversation. Um, Yeah. But um, I also did my lip. And mm-hmm. my unibrow. Yeah. Just let's the move middle. up from, from I mean, our I'll vaginas. Go up and down. Yeah. We're just going to go up and down throughout the whole... You brought up the toe, which I'm really glad. The toe hair is a thing. Um, I mean, not every girl, but most girls have it. Yeah. If you're blonde, it's like a little easier to hide. Yeah. Um, I don't know if... Did you go through that phase where like... <laughs> I remember I had to have been in... Uh, yeah, I guess it was like the beginning of middle school and... I was like shaving my legs and I don't know what it was, but like any place I saw hair on my body, I was like, I need to shave it. Did so you it shave was like your arms? my toe. That was actually the one place I didn't. Oh, I my, did not shave my arms. I, to this day, I still shave my arms because I did it in really? high school and I've like never grown it back. Mm. I mean, yeah, literally before I came over here, I showered and shaved my arms. Whoa. And I have all these tattoos on my arms, so they shave it right when I get it done. So mm. I just, and like... I just never let it grow back. Hmm. And I, I don't even think it's weird until like I have a conversation. And I'm like, oh, it is weird that I do that. <laughs> but yeah. But here's my question. Even when I'm just painting my nails and I have to switch to use my non-dominant hand, like I can barely even do that. Like how do you shave the other arm? I think shaving my arm is a lot easier than painting my nails. I can't paint my nails to save my life. <laughs> um, even with my dominant hand. Yeah, it's no, not. It's not I'm, hard. I'm doing the motion right now for those of you listening. Um, and I guess, yeah, it's I not guess hard. I, and like, it's not like like you half your arm. It doesn't even really grow on. Yeah, you know, it's like so. It's not that that hard. But I'm just once I started, I couldn't stop. Like I see, I'm looking at her arm hair, and it's not bad. But you have arm hair, and that looks totally normal. Like you've never noticed my arm hair because I'm always in a sweater. <laughs> yeah, <jacket>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I. I don't know. There are definitely times where I'm like, oh, yeah, my arm looks really hairy here. Like, I'll take a selfie or something. And uh, Vanessa actually had this experience. She had posted something when we were in Bali. And, like, there were a lot of comments about, ew, her arm's so hairy. And then there were other comments that were like, oh, I'm so glad, like, you didn't Photoshop out your arm hair. Like, I'm really insecure even... about my arm hair, too. Like, this How would is you so... even Photoshop your arm hair out? And also, she's, like, one of the hottest women I've ever seen. 
Yeah. Like, you should be lucky you can even see her arm hair. <laughs> like, Feel blessed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, why leave her alone? Yeah. It, um, I don't know. The, I've, I've kept my arm hair, but I did go through that phase where I was like, oh, it's on my toe. Like, I should shave that. And actually, on my fingers, on the... Oh, the knuckles. The knuckles. Yes. Yeah. I would shave that when I was little. I definitely um, feel like the women who do my nails will sometimes make fun of my hairy hands, my like, knuckles. And they're not even that bad, but yeah. they're always like, they kind of pick at it like as a joke. I mean, we're friends, so it's mm-hmm. fine, but I'm like, cool. Yeah. No, it's this weird, weird phase that, that I went there. And I think, I think most people do. Um, but sometimes I think about how much money I spend, like adding brows, adding lashes, and then removing hair below. Like, or my lips even, like half my face, I spend a fortune to add hair. Yeah. And the other half of my face, my chin and my lip, I'm spending mm-hmm. a fortune to remove the hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I know as we've talked about like <laughs> body hair and how sometimes we just don't got the time for it. Another thing I really don't got the time for sometimes is to read. And I want to take a little bit of a break here to share with you guys one of our wonderful sponsors that you guys have heard me talk about before called Blinkist. And they've really been helping me get through books when I just don't have a ton of time. Um, they're actually the only app that takes the best key takeaways, like the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses it down into just 15 minutes minutes so you can read it or you can listen to it. Um, And it's good for me just like when I drive to the market, like I'm finishing a book. (laughs) Um, I just finished reading uh, Michelle Obama's book and super glad because otherwise it would have taken me probably months to have gotten through it to have gotten through it and now I, I get the gist of it. Um, Eight million people are actually now using Blinkist and it's had a massive uh, library now and it is still growing from self-help to business, health, history books. There's they offer so much. And right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for you guys. You guys can go to Blinkist.com slash Taylor to start your free seven-day trial. I mean, that's a lot of books you can read in seven days. Um, 15 minutes a book? Like what? Uh, again, that's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Taylor to start your free seven-day trial. Again, that's Blinkist.com slash Taylor. And now that I've been able to share with you guys another wonderful sponsor, uh, we can get back to the show. Yeah, let's touch on the lip hair. (laughs) I have that. (laughs) Um, And... I will say that in in that same period in middle school, yeah, this was like before I ever like tweezed my brows, like nothing. Everything was just there. And I remember like not only was I getting bullied and like shamed for being biracial and all that stuff, but I remember I would get made fun of for my lip hair and that was like the, the most shameful thing that I experienced. Like not that it trumped the... Uh, racial shit I was dealing with, but in terms of like my physical appearance, whenever a guy would comment on the mustache, oh my God, that like I would get so small. And I remember like there are certain times throughout high school and then college where there would be like that one girl that would just like own the fuck out of it. And I remember uh, after the show, Alexis, shark girl, um, ended up getting her lip uh, lasered. And I just loved how much she owned it and was just like, yep, guys, got to get rid of my mustache today. And I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, that like, makes me feel so much better. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like just saying that you have one, because so many yeah. women do, like the blondies out there, you guys are so blessed to not even have to think about it because they can have these like little baby white hairs that you mm-hmm. don't even, yeah. you, it's like peach fuzz and it doesn't even matter and it's almost cute. It changes the whole composition of my face and I will literally, I used to do wax and I'd get my lip and my brows waxed and I would hate when I would just get my brows waxed and they'd be like, you want lip? And I'd be like, no, no, oh. I didn't say lip. <laughs> I'm like, no, but I know you think I should. (laughs) Yeah. And now I just tweeze both. And it's legit like 45 minutes of my day that I'm sitting there with a mirror looking at all the hair on my face. And I'm like, this is disgusting. Oh, I wouldn't. I don't tweeze my brows ever because I don't trust my... Well, I get them done and I I don't want to ruin them ever. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I've over tweezed. Yeah, I feel like I overwaxed. And that's why now I'm like, I just let them do what they do and I'll like tweeze the shape. They're magnificent. Don't. You don't need to do a thing. Thank you. Your brows are also fantastic. I bought them. Uh, (laughs) Money well spent. 
But yeah, so you, what do you do for lip? Um, I tweeze because I did get laser hair on my lip and so it does grow back a little bit less. Yeah. So I will tweeze them. Um, I don't wax it because I feel like that's just like a little too abrasive for that. It's like really delicate skin mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, so I tweeze under there and in, under my chin. Mm. The chin, yeah. So part of, for you guys listening, part of this conversation took place last night and we were all getting like very, it was Sarah's birthday, so happy belated. Um, And yeah, we had this whole conversation about like body hair and just what we all do. And it was very empowering. And I was like, we need to share this on the podcast. I was like, this is important. My sweet little friend, Bibi, who's blonde, was like, I have hair. (laughs) She just wanted to like hang. She's like, and we're all like... You don't, you don't even know the half of it. She was so cute. She's like, I got some hair. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious for you if you notice, like, I notice. I'm curious if you do too. When I just don't do any maintenance on lip or brows and I just let it kind of come in, I look different. I feel a little bit different. And I definitely feel more self-conscious, especially in the summertime when I'm like, close to someone yes um definitely in the winter sometimes i do like to wait a couple days between plucking just like over the if it's like a long weekend i don't have plans i love like to see how bad it can get Mm -hmm. and then fixing it and seeing the difference because i feel like since i do it almost every day Mm -hmm. i never really see the difference Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i definitely feel like a little run down yeah like i feel like I feel, I feel like people can tell that I'm run down, even though I feel like people can't notice that much. I think we definitely have some spotlight effects where we, you know, are thinking that people are seeing all these things about ourselves that, that we're insecure about or that we're noticing, but that they likely don't. Uh, but I, I do notice, you know, say I haven't like tweezed my lip and I go out on a date in summertime or something and, you know, I'm like close to the guy, like I, I would he- notice... He probably notices, to be honest. Like, I notice yeah. other females when they mm-hmm. have mustaches. Like, I don't care that they have them, yeah. but I, I'm i not going to lie. Like, I would notice it. I would be like, mm-hmm. oh, that girl. Usually I'd be like, oh, that girl has her mustache. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Or like, so, I mean. Do you ever I, find that you start like, that like you judge that a little bit? Yes, definitely. And I feel like I have a thing where I used to have a huge problem with comparing like a lot of features of myself to other women yeah. or like in, like not insulting them because obviously I'm not saying anything, but mm-hmm. f- maybe thinking a negative thought. So in my mind now, when I do that to a woman, I also then think of three nice things I would say to them because I feel like mm-hmm. such a terrible person. Like mm-hmm. if I like even remotely think about something negative, it's like, okay, that was not a nice thing to say about this like completely mm-hmm. wonderful stranger that I don't know. These are three things that I would say that are nice to her. I like that. That's a good rule. Because definitely... Yeah. Because it's like, I'm only judging that person because society has told me that she's not supposed Mm -hmm. to have a mustache. Yep. Yep. I think there is a little bit of both of those things that you just said where part of you is not judging her because you're like, oh, like, hey, sister. Like, yeah, we both got that. Yeah. Um, But then there is also this other part that like wants you to kind of be like, oh, girl, like, come on. Like, why didn't you tweet that shit? Like, (laughs) did you not see that that's coming in now? But again, I think that's... As the wonderful Brene Brown says, you know, we shame and judge others in areas where we feel insecure and where we feel we we judge and shame ourselves. And so anytime I would notice that, if I feel like, oh, like, yeah, I see this girl has that and I'm like looking at her sideways or something, I'm like, hey, like, get it together. Like, that's that's what you would be insecure about. And like, you can't do that to her as well. Um, and, but I like your, I like your think three positive things and then you should share them. Um, I feel like that's almost too many compliments to give one person that you've never met. It's almost sure, a little like maybe much. one, but I do maybe try to one. give like people compliments when I, when I am like, Oh, I like your yeah. shirt. I think that that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. That's a really, and mean it though. Like don't mm-hmm. do it like in the mean girl sense where yeah. like, I'm like mean your compliments. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and I want to read a little bit some of the comments that you guys had uh, related to body hair. I asked you guys just for any questions and what your opinions were on body hair. And now that we've talked a little bit about it, um, I want to comment and share some of your guys' thoughts. Uh, so one of you said, frustrated with the constant upkeep, but I still shave, so I'm not judged by society. It sucks. I mean, same also, yeah. to be honest. Um, it is a really frustrating thing to have to like 
think about all the time when like I feel like men don't think about it at all. Obviously, some men do. Some men are really wonderful about yeah. Like I guess landscaping, uh, manscaping, as they say. Who says that? A light manscape, I suppose, happens. Yeah. Um, so I, I do feel like it's a frustrating expense that we all have to have. But it is this like embraced thing that a man has hair that he's like manly. Right. Like I definitely prefer a guy with a beard. I'm not gonna lie. Same. I love a good beard. Same. I do love a good beard. And I do feel that there are some men that pull off the no beard also because they don't have the ability to have the beard. But like, I think of it from like a biological, like primitive evolutionarily, evolutionary standpoint where, you know, back then, like it's caveman times, you know, hunter gatherer times, women didn't really have those tools. Oh, I yeah? would, I would figure it out. So yeah, you're just saying you would like, you'd be resourceful. You'd figure it out. You'd figure out a way to still trim things up. I mean, I would hope so, right? (laughs) Those cave women, they had a lot to deal with. Yeah, but I just, I mean. But no, really, they they were not doing anything and. Like I'm curious even when the like razor came about. Like who, was the razor invented for a man or a woman? Oh, actually, I once... Okay, I don't remember the podcast. This will not be helpful at all because it's going to be a terrible story. But I remember once they were talking about how, like, when women started getting, like, more brave and wearing swimsuits that were, like, mm-hmm. showing your legs and stuff. Yeah. That was when they're like, oh, no, but you got to shave. Because huh. it's like, I'll have, I'll have to figure out the podcast. But I remember hearing that and them talking about the story about how, like, once women's swimsuits and skirts started getting, like, showier and shorter and stuff like that... Hmm. That was when body hair became bad for women. I mean, then that actually makes sense. So they're like, we're going to give you freedom, but then we're also going to shame you yeah. at the same time. So, you know, double So up. much fun. Yeah. yeah, this, I just Googled it real quick. Uh, 1901, uh, Gillette was made, I guess, uh, for selling and, you know, the disposable razor blades. Uh, but then... <laughs> This is according to Wikipedia, um, that hair was sometimes removed using two shells to put the hair out or using water and a sharp tool around 300, around 3000 BC when copper tools were developed, copper razors were invented. Very interesting. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can see where in that time frame where we start wearing shorts and we start wearing bathing suits more that like that perhaps the body hair made other people feel uncomfortable. But again, that's just such a, you know, it's it's such a weird thing to me that we can tell other people what they're supposed to do with their bodies in that way. Sorry, I was just looking at an article that's called <laughs> The Casualties of Women's War, The Women's War on Body Hair. And mm. I saw a quote, which I don't know this what this means. It says the American women who shaves will spend more than $10,000 over the course of her life. Dear Lord. And the women who wax will shell out more than 23000 I'm like, accurate. Whew. <laughs> yeah, just, like, that's done. a lot of upkeep. That's a lot of investment there. Hours of time. So Sorry. a somewhat different opinion some of you shared was that you personally like to shave every day because you can't handle the way it feels and you feel like it makes you cleaner, but that you're also a strong believer in you do you. Well, I think which I appreciate the best way to think about it. Like yeah. there's no wrong answer here yeah. in the sense of like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to shave or you do want to shave or wax or whatever you yeah. want to do. I, I did. I wish we would have had someone alongside with us today that was a shaver every day or, uh, but <laughs> I did know one girl who, yeah, she would literally shave her vagina every time she showered. I mean, like, I mean, I guess, but how, was she a daily shower too? I don't think she was a daily shower, but it was like at least every other day. Like she did not like the feeling of the stubble coming in. And I was like, well, once the stubble goes out, then you feel fine. (laughs) Was it, uh, I mean, ingrown hairs are also a problem you have to deal Mm -hmm. with shaving. Whereas like with sugaring, you don't have that as much. Hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel like. When I was shaving it, I would shave more often because I wouldn't want to get ingrown hairs. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know the science behind that. Yeah, I um, very personal, but I think 
There's also a large community of people, I'm hoping. And if you are a part of this with me, please reach out. Um, let me know I'm not alone. But where you have some kind of uh, some kind of a disability and in, in some way. Um, I don't think mine is necessarily that. But I do have a harder time with like actually shaving um, because of my back. Like I don't have the flexibility to like arch or curve my back so that I literally can't even really see my vagina at all. Like I have to use a mirror or uh, just go by touch. But yeah, I literally, I'm like, that's going to really not be a huge difference when I am pregnant. Cause like I can't see my vagina anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even, I mean, I guess when we talk about maybe even not someone with a disability, but even maybe someone who is plus size that, um, you know, has trouble with reaching certain areas that that doing that kind of shaving having that kind of maintenance even with shaving your legs could be really difficult well i mean i'm like mid-sized and like my legs are thick like i've said many times already on this podcast um it's like annoying to shave my legs because i always miss a spot because there is just more space Mm -hmm. so it's like more to miss and i always I always find like one hair later yeah. where I'm like, how long has this hair been here? Mm-hmm. How many times have I missed this leg hair? Yep. <laughs> it's frustrating. I'm like, I'll name it at this point. It's my, it's, it's my buddy Joe. It's a part of me. Yes. I yes. feel like all my leg hair would be a her at this point. Yeah. Yeah. True. I don't but know Joe why I went be, to Joe. Joe I think I went to Joe because it would be like annoying. There's a lot of like... <laughs> <laughs> There's... I feel like my name would be Chad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's actually a lot of people in my, in my family named Joe. And so it's always like, you, Joe is a name that's very easy to say when you're annoyed that you're like, Joe. That's true. It has a good ring. Yeah. So that's that's where that comes from. <laughs> my husband's name is really easy to say when I'm annoyed. Yeah. Jeff. Uh, Jeff. It just rolls right off my tongue. Jeff. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Okay, so it's time for a little bit of a break. I want to share one of our new sponsors for the pod and really actually excited to partner with them. As you guys know, I have two dogs uh, in my family, Molly and Mingo, and Molly is a pit and uh, Mingo is a beagle and they eat the same food. And to me, that always seems like a little bit weird because it's like every dog is unique, every like you know, person's unique. Like we all want to eat different things. So like maybe they should be eating something different than just like the same together. Um, so I've been using Peppo and they actually provide personalized nutrition for your dogs um, from the size and age to wellness goals and um, ingredient sensitivities. They actually make a plan that will satisfy your dog's nutritional needs and preferences because some dogs actually can be a little bit pickier. Uh, they use quality ingredients. It's actually very tasty. Like the dogs love it. Um, and they have a smart delivery system. So it's very convenient to uh, place your order and to change it. You don't have to like lull heavy uh, bags of food around or have them like pile up in your home or anything. It just keeps on coming. And you guys now can visit puppo.com slash Taylor to get 14 days of personalized dog food delivered for only $9. Again, that's visit puppo.com slash Taylor to get 15 days of personalized dog food delivery for only $9. It's quite a bargain, guys. So enjoy and we can get back to the show. So I want to bring up another uh, listener comment that one of you said that you live in Canada and so you don't really see the point of shaving during winter. And I just have to say, we should be friends. Yeah, (laughs) I mean... This is where I come to the point of like just a bit of confusion because if it weren't up to society standards or you know feeling shamed of being in public, I probably wouldn't shave my legs and I probably wouldn't shave my armpits and... I definitely wouldn't shave my vagina. I would I maybe would do some a, trim. I'd have my a eyebrow, my I would lip. have a unibrow. Yeah, I would totally have a mustache and a unibrow. We pro- I bet the whole country would be hairier. Yeah. Like I, it's really frustrating that Our we all decided... Our drains would be way less clogged. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm really annoyed sometimes that society decided that I was not allowed to have hair yeah. in certain places. Do you shave your armpits regularly? Yeah. That's probably the place I'm like the most diligent about. Hmm. It's also the only place I didn't get laser hair, which like... I feel like, why didn't I, why so, did I stop there? This may be a little bit twisted of me, but sometimes I like to intentionally show my armpits when I have sex, if I haven't shaved them, just to be like, yeah, 
I'm still going to make you be turned on and have sex with me mm. even while you see that my armpits aren't shaved. I feel like that's a trap. It's it's kind of messed up now that I say it out loud, but like while I'm doing it, I'm like... <laughs> but I, you know, <laughs> I feel like most people pass. Yeah, I mean, they're still like, in it. <laughs> like when I talk to my husband about it and I'm like, well, what do you like? And he's like, at that point, I don't care. Yeah. Like he's like, if anyone yeah. is going to stop once you get to that point. Yeah. That's their own problem. Yeah, but there were literally, I remember there were times where like I wouldn't want to have sex with someone if I wasn't fully, like if my armpits were even somewhat hairy. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 like keep my arms down. Like, and it's just so much more that you have to be self conscious about. And A, I think obviously have sex with someone and be intimate with someone who, you know, is going to appreciate and love your body and allow you to, you know, maintain your body how you choose to and not judge you or shame you for that. But, um, it's, it's hard because sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want him to see that I haven't shaved my vagina because then what if he doesn't want to have sex with me anymore? I'm pretty sure that's what the Kardashian episode was about. I think that like <laughs> whoever they were dating was visiting and she was just like, I got a wax and it's too late. Yeah. Um, like what's he doing? Oh. What's he doing to prepare for this visit? <laughs> I mean, probably nothing. Literally nothing. Um, at what point, so when you first start dating somebody, are you still like more aware like, how long so, are you dating somebody before you stop caring as much again? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Like- well, I will say initially, and I know I'm not alone in this because I've had this conversation with other girlfriends where if you are like going out on like a first or second date or whatever, or even just in the, in, uh, the beginning of dating someone, you in- <laughs> will intentionally not groom yes. so that you don't do anything. Yes. I haven't thought of that in years. Yeah. I haven't had, I've been on a first day in forever. (laughs) Yeah. That you just don't, you're like, I'm intentionally going to make it, I'm going to keep it a bush intentionally so that I don't end up in a situation where I feel like I'm shaming myself or so that I'm not in a situation where this person is judging me and looking at me in a negative way. Um, Also, it keeps you from like moving too fast too. Yeah. Keeps you from, but but why would that be the thing to stop you from moving too fast? Like, because then that, that automatically you, makes it a negative thing. Like there should be like something else that's saying like, I don't want to move too fast as opposed to, yeah, I haven't groomed. I'm not even going to say groom because you can still have hair and be groomed, but right. to not be like fully, tip-top. yeah, tip top shape. Tip top shape. That's yeah. how I refer to it. <laughs> yeah. Well but, maintained. But it's this like this, I think it's a little bit of a cycle in your head because once you start that kind of like game in your head, then you are making it so that having hair is a negative thing because someone won't want to hook up with you and it'll stop you from having that sexual interaction. Um, and there's so many other things along that, that (laughs) I've worked through. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was like a real thing. And then I think it depends. I think in winter time, like obviously most people in relationships are I think on board with knowing that you don't shave your legs every week during winter because no one's seen them. But I think for me, at least I've been very upfront about how I like to groom my hair. And like, I ask them if they have any preferences and what they like to do for themselves. Um, And I don't know. I'd be curious what other people would say, how long they wait until they kind of (laughs) start letting go (laughs) of that that maintenance. They're comfortable and stuff. I think that's different for every person. Yeah. Um, It's also kind of like when I first started dating somebody when I was dating people. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel like if I really liked them, I'd start buying new underwear. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, yeah. you know, you're, you know, you like them when you're buying some new underpants. See, I don't like to wear underwear, so if I'm wearing underwear, <laughs> you're special because <laughs> it's like a fancy thing. It's like, oh, we're gonna dress up. Oh, underwear's fancy for you. Yeah, underwear's <laughs> fancy for me. Unless I'm wearing jeans or I'm on my period, underwear is like a fancy. It's a fancy thing. I'm gonna, I'm, there's this girl on Instagram I, I follow who grew her leg hair out. Oh yeah, and she—I th- I don't know if she still does have her leg hair, but I remember her talking about it all the time and being like trying to come to terms with it and mm-hmm. like being like socially acceptable. And she's like, I see people staring at my legs. Yeah, and I literally always looked at it and was like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. Mm. And like, I'm like, why won't I do that? Yeah, 
Sorry, not to be all like all over the place. I know I brought up underpants and just totally moved away. No, I like anywhere our conversation goes always. Um, yeah, I I don't know. There there are times in winter where, yeah, my legs are very, very hairy. And I don't know. I think it's, A, if I'm going to be dating someone or hooking up with someone, like they're going to like me for me and not want to break up with me just because... I'm hairy. Certainly, I think they can have their own preferences for things, but I would also like want to challenge that, you know? I would too, but also like, I don't know. I mean, I shave my legs. I can't yeah. help it. Okay. Yeah. We're looking at this picture. Yeah. Her legs are hairy. So this brings me to something else, actually. Oh, ill. Someone commented, shave, gross. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Go away. Um, so this brings me to porn. Yes. So, uh, because the only other time that I saw legs hairy like that on a woman was on a porn site. And it was when I was intentionally looking for porn that was not, um, you know, everything completely waxed. Uh, and porn is a whole other episode, but I think, you know, the only, the only other way that you see another woman's vagina these days is if you happen to watch porn with your partner or you happen to watch porn on your own or you see, I don't even know, Instagram with like right. clearly waxed vaginas in a tight bathing suit or something. I don't know. Um, even then, that could be Photoshop. Like, it's yeah, not that hard true. to remove like, some hairs. Which, legit, I'm not even going to say that I'm above. There have been times that I've been in a bathing suit and then afterwards before I post it, I'm like... Yeah, I, should probably, I should probably fix this up because Troll's going to come after me for this. I mean, I can't even imagine the comments you would get if you posted a photo with your bikini hair out at all. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> like, it would not be fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll get to a point one day where I'll be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this on, but it's not one of the things I'm taking on right now. But that really <laughs> is all you see in porn. And like we talked about at the beginning, we've moved from this like... Uh, full bush and porn and playboy and stuff to this full wax like very gross that was always i hated that to be honest like it was like too childlike to me yeah which is like probably too much to say on here but it made me uncomfortable in general like i was like why do you want that like that's Mm -hmm. a lot of work that's i just yeah that was something that i've explained to the guys that i date that i'm like if you want it fully bare sorry i'm a woman and right i I have hair. Um, and like, if, if you're going to be that concerned about hair, then like, I don't know what the fuck you're going to do when issues actually come up that we got to deal with. Like, I mean, my hair grows there probably for a reason. Yeah. Like, no. So, so legitimately I wanted to get to this. Someone had commented, a few people actually had commented that it makes them feel cleaner and they feel like it's like safer. To not um, have it? Yeah. To not I, have it. I mean, I'm and, not a doctor, but isn't it like there to keep like bacteria out of your vagina like it's like a little guard yes so it is actually it it has a purpose it's just like your eyelashes like your eyelashes are meant i can't believe i'm comparing pubes to eyelashes i mean hair is hair (laughs) i bet it's similar but yeah literally we have our eyelashes to help protect our eyeballs and that's what like our pubic hair literally actually does protect the skin around our vagina because that is such sensitive skin right it's so prone to things and like it's the vagina is a beautiful organism and self-cleaning all this stuff and so i think we already have these uh very false like imaginations of what beliefs of what the vagina is that it's a smelly like dirty vagina and our vaginas are self-cleaning and they're very beautiful but that doesn't mean like shaving the hair from them to make them look quote unquote prettier or be cleaner. Like you're actually opening your vagina up to being a lot more vulnerable to different bacterial things and infections that could happen um, because your skin's fully exposed. Also, you're probably not like using a brand new razor every single time. True. So you're like putting like some gross razor all up in your business. True. Which to me is kind of gross. I mean- I'm like a germaphobe's worst nightmare. Like mm-hmm. nothing really grosses me out yeah. if I'm being honest. But like if you're a germaphobe and you're doing that, that yeah. seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. 
So going a little bit off topic here, I want to share one of our new partners, Molecule, um, to discuss our air purification systems, which are so important. And a lot of the ones that actually we've been using are quite outdated. Um, the HEPA filter, which was actually invented in World War II way back in the 1940s, is not only incredibly outdated, but it doesn't actually like it just traps pollutants. Um, and a lot of them are a lot smaller actually than what that filter can take in. Um, so Molecule introduces a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. And like, I don't know if you guys ever see those, um, those like clips where it shows you like all the germs are actually floating around in our air. Like, there's a lot of things going on at a molecular level. And so thankfully, Molecule is tackling that for us. One customer that used it even said that she was able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years after struggling with asthma and allergies. So it is like top notch, guys. Molecule's technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real people. Molecule has already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. And for me, it's been incredibly wonderful, um, especially with Lily and some of the pollutants and, and dander that comes up. So you guys, for uh, $75 off your first order, you can visit Molecule, that's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. And then at checkout, just enter Taylor. And again, that's $75 off your first order. Like that's that's a lot off. That's quite a quite a hefty discount there. Again, that's visit molecule m o l e k u l e dot com and at checkout enter Taylor. But now we can get on um, back to the show. So it's very rare that I actually use a razor, and if I am going to use one on my bikini line, I no matter if I've only shaved with my armpits, whatever, I use a brand new razor for it because I'm a total germaphobe. Um, are you? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. No. I'm oh, a total I'm, germaphobe. I'm sorry for you. I literally... I'm, I'm this, gross. <laughs> this, is, this is a fun uh, little anecdote here to just show you how big of a germaphobe I am. Um, before I let anyone... Like before... <laughs> oh, no. Sometimes I just forget. You know, I'm like, okay, this is just you and I here. We're podcasting. But then I got to remember, mama's going to hear this. Rob's going to hear this. Everyone's going to hear this. Um, my mom actually already knows this. So. so yeah, before I let anyone go inside me with their fingers, like they have to be clean. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Like literally I remember when um, Canada Man and I first hooked up, which was at camp at the conference we were what? at, um, <laughs> which there will be an episode coming with him and talking about it since now it's public. Uh, but I remember before we went to have sex, like he went to, you know, like try to just finger me first. And I was like, we're at camp. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, there's so much bacteria under those nails. Yeah. I literally, I was like, no, sorry. Like I can't have your finger. Like I like your, unless you've recently washed your hands. Oh my God. Okay. So I, so that's how big of a germaphobe I am that I'm like, no, my vagina is a precious area. Like, make sure that you've like washed your hands before you touch my body or you're going inside of my body. <laughs> so I know that this is getting a little much and I have one TMI thing for that. That goes Good, with what please, you just said. Please piggyback my TMI. So I'm really sorry <laughs> if this is too much for anybody. Please just like, don't yell at Taylor, yell at me because... Just fast forward if you okay. want to hear. <laughs> so exactly, but I don't want I don't want anyone to be mean. Um, don't be mean. We're being very vulnerable. in college who we were like, you know, we were dating for a long time. We were... We were having sex, but we had gotten pho mm. ahead of time, and he had put the jalapeno. No, and he didn't wash his hands. I guess no. before we started hooking up, and yeah, I mean, you then he Ow. yes, it was the worst experience. Oh my god, it was like the worst. Like you know, I mean, imagine like how it hurts when you touch your eye. Yeah. Ow. And it like definitely took a second to be like, whoa. What is wrong down there? Okay, see, no, your story literally just proved why I'm That's not I'm crazy. This, I'm like, I'm living proof of your your nightmares. Yes, I'm like, I, I don't know like where you're I don't like him. Yeah. We're not together. I still eat pho, though. <laughs> I'm glad you can still enjoy pho, and we can still enjoy 
you know. Just not with him. Foreplay, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like just you want to be clean. And again, I think when you have some hair there, that can help like protect your skin from something That's like true. that. true. It did me no good. <laughs> I don't know. All things sex and body hair, I suppose. Um, I mean, uh, another comment that kind of also sparked me wanting to have this discussion was I said, you know, ask for your guys' thoughts and questions on body hair. And someone just said, body hair is gross. Enough said, LOL. And I just, I really want to like debunk that the body hair is not gross i also wonder if they mean that and they put lol to seem like less of a jerk yeah like oh i'm funny yeah but it's like i mean it's not funny it's a very uh, natural thing and actually it takes a lot of maintenance and money and upkeep for women and some men to you know upkeep this image of what we think beauty is and so that we're not shamed and judged by other people when really it's like that's just naturally what happens to her body. And also like, that person only thinks it's gross because society has told him or her to feel that way. And like, they probably don't think that's why they think that, but agreed. you know, I mean, I feel like every single thing I dislike about my body is because society has told me to. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't change that I don't dislike, that I don't, I feel those feelings still, but yeah. I mean, just knowing that that's why it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so someone did ask why is it assumed or expected for girls to be perfectly pampered everywhere? And I think, you know, the bathing suit thing makes total sense, but I think it's also we, under this patriarchy that we're in, we have such this notion that women and girls are these fragile, delicate things to be, you know, protected and to be clean and pretty and like little flowers. And we also make less money. So we have to, we have <laughs> yeah. to do all of this with less. <laughs> yes. This is a struggle. <laughs> well, I, I remember, I remember when I realized that like my deodorant costs like more than my husband's, like all, like men's deodorant is so much cheaper than women's deodorant. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like women's products, like even our razors. Are yeah. more expensive than the men's. I look at all this stuff and I'm like, like my shaving yeah. cream is more expensive. Like why? It's the same thing with yeah. like, like with rose petals. Fragrance. Yeah. 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 More stuff that's actually harmful to us. Uh, but yeah, the Liz, uh, who I had on, I think it was like an episode, a couple episodes after your body positivity episode. And she does the Feminist Fabulous page on Instagram and she's wonderful. I love her. She would have so much to say about all these things. And in her episode, we touched on one of the videos that she did where it was like um, walking through the drugstore and there's always a feminine hygiene aisle. And again, to the, 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 we're like, where's the men's hygiene aisle? Like there's literally a feminine health aisle or I mean, section and every store and like where is the man's like there's such this notion that men are these like they're working hard with their hands and they're coming home and they're sweaty and they're stinky men they are stinky. and but there's no like men's hygiene also though i feel like that's their way of avoiding being like menstrual Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to say tampon. Yeah, but but there are even in in those aisles, there are so many things to help with like, smell. like your smell yes. and all that. And so like, again, back to what I said earlier, it's like we don't actually need any of those things. No. And they actually are what will fuck up our pH and the smell and the odor of our vagina and our health. It's true. So don't buy into it. <laughs> that was a little tangent. I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, it's just, it's a little frustrating. I mean, men are smelly. Like, not all men, obviously. I shouldn't, like... We all have a little bit of smell. And honestly, like, I don't mind a little natural pheromone action. My husband's smelly. Like, yeah. we live in, like, a basement apartment. And, like, mm-hmm. in the winter, I'm definitely like, oh, I gotta air this shit out. <laughs> like, and we share a closet, and I definitely am like, you're just a smelly boy. And yeah. there's no way around it. And he knows that. And, yeah. You know, his mom makes fun of him for it and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean... Like, yeah, he there, smells more than me ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he should have an aisle in the grocery store if we're really gonna, you know. Like, what can I do for him? Like, what? Like, send help. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> feminism. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> feminism. I feel like whenever um, I talk about my husband, people just laugh. Like last night at dinner, we just laughed. we did. Yeah, he seems like a wonderful man, and I'm gonna meet him very soon. Um, 
the last kind of hair that we didn't touch on yet is nipple hair. I don't have that. What? I don't have any nipple hair. You don't have any nipple hair? No. I have had, I'm blessed in that way. I have hair <laughs> everywhere. I know. I'm like, wait a second. I know. I don't have it. I mean, I'm sure I have like little ones. I'm touching my boobs again. Um, yeah. We ended our last episode on boobs. So now it only makes about, sense that we talk about boob hair on boobs again. No, I just don't really have them. Like, no. I mean, I'm not. Have you like looked like in like the sunshine? No, my boobs don't see the sun very much. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, again, I live in a basement. <laughs> well, in this conversation last night, there were other women. Oh, who, yeah. <laughs> names will not be named, I guess. But. Who, yeah, who shared this like nipple hair. And even, as I said in middle school, when you went through that phase of like, you know, there's hair everywhere. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I literally like shaved like around. That's so sensitive. Yeah. Well, it didn't hurt at mm. all. But I remember like I look back now and I'm like, oh, hey, like that's so sad that you did that because you thought you had to. I mean, if somebody got a chance to see your nipples and that's what they're worried about, you don't want to be right? with them. Well, I think it like back then it was the fear of like, oh, if I'm like wearing my bathing suit, you know, and like what if someone sees it? And because again, at that time, it's like, oh, like your mustache. And it's like, oh my God. And you're just like, you're so sensitive. My, yeah, I almost wish that you could tell young girls now, like, don't worry about your body hair. Yeah. And my that's dad, what like, I hope this episode serves as. <laughs> growing up, my dad would not let me pluck my brows like mm. ever. And to this day, I'm like, I, whenever anyone compliments my brows, I thank him mm-hmm. or the girl, Megan, who does my brows. Yeah. But mostly him because mm-hmm. he would not let me pluck them. Yeah. And I was growing up in those early 2000 years. So mm-hmm. I remember the first time I got my brows uh, plucked and it it was it's crazy to look back and see the, the difference that it made like socially. I was going to say societally, mm-hmm. <laughs> just socially. Um where literally everyone commented on it and everyone thought I was so much prettier. And then that kind of took on even more the like grooming and landscaping and all of that. I mean, I definitely... It's wild. I have my brows microbladed, yeah. which is like literally just like scarring your face over and <laughs> over and over again if you think about it. The things we do. But yeah, no the nipple hair this girl. Wow. Well, that's very impressive. Um, but if you do have nipple hair, it's okay. it's okay. Yeah. You don't need to shave it. You don't need to do anything to it. Boobs are all great. Yes. No matter what size, no matter what shape, they're beautiful. They help like nourish life. Literally. I mean, yeah, no joke. Like I've never done that's it. That's crazy but to think about. I know. What do men's nipples do? <laughs> It's not a contest. You can. But. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like, I feel like I should be hosting like, a sex podcast um, because that's what most of my conversations and like day to day life end up being about. But um, when you said men's nipples, the first thing I was like, you could lick them. <laughs> that doesn't do anything for anybody else, though. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. But men, men's nipples are definitely like very much left out in terms of like sexual play. Oh yeah, I ignore them. Yeah, and I think that's also because men. I think have. Some men, hetero men, have this like fear of like anything to do with your nipples is like gay and like homo. No, like never known that. Yeah. Also, men are hairy. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with men's <laughs> that hair. That too. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I mean, I guess like if you want to embrace and like you know own your body hair, you got to be also cool with accepting and embracing your partner's hair. That's true. Yeah. I feel like. I hope my husband never shaves his beard. <laughs> I love his beard. He's so cute with his beard. I mean, he's fine without it. Does he ever say, would you still love me if I shaved my beard? Can't a man ask me that. Um, he's never asked that in so many words, but he likes to shave for his like ID pictures. He likes to shave his mustache into something stupid, like handlebars or something. And then, so I always have to deal with him not having a beard every once in a while. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. He just looks like younger and I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't like it. And that's okay. That's okay. We're allowed. We're allowed to not like it. But yeah, I just think it's important. You know, we we don't like shame other people's body hair because that's like up to them. It's true. Don't don't make like what we're even saying today. Like, if you want to shave every day, yeah, you do it. There's no wrong answer. Yeah, like I don't know how you do it. And, like I give you props because that's like some real dedication. But 
you do you. We're going to go back to that. And I think a lot of you actually who did write in um, had that kind of same sentiment of like, whatever works for you. And I think that's was really actually refreshing to see. And I don't think I was expecting that. I think I was expecting a lot more of the body hair is gross. Enough said. Uh, so it was actually very nice to see that a lot of you were like, um, you do you. Whatever makes you feel confident. And yeah, I guess I just... I'm always for questioning the whys of things and, you know, well, why would you feel more confident shaving your armpits before you go out to the pool, you know? I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I'm fully shaved, mm-hmm. I feel good. Like, Yeah, no. When I'm fully, I'm like, okay, I'm wearing the least amount of clothing possible and I am going out there. <laughs> Did you shave before the wedding you went to a couple weeks ago? Um, yeah, so Liz's wedding, um, that just happened in Montana, which was beautiful. Um, I did not shave my legs, Uh but I did shave my armpits because I was like, I might be dancing. So I was like, should I go shave my armpits? I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I like trimmed up my vagina earlier because Canada man was coming into town. So what a lucky man. I actually, it was funny. We joked about it because... When we were leaving and he was flying out of Seattle, we were reminiscing on when I had picked him up and how different I looked. So when I picked him up, fully fully groomed everything. My hair was straightened. I had makeup on. I had a cute little outfit on. And then as we're leaving, it's like everything's grown out. Like my hair's curly and like in a messed up bun and I'm wearing like sweatpants. And I'm like, yeah, I'm dropping you off a very different woman than how I picked you up. (laughs) That's typically just what happens throughout our visits though. I just, you know, we're doing things. We're busy. (laughs) But I started off on a a quote unquote sexy note. I'm sure you found you sexy in both moments. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, do you have any other like last kind of thoughts on body hair? Um, nothing important. I keep thinking about which you, you've never seen, The Greatest Showman. Yeah. One of my favorite characters is the bearded lady. Mm. So I, for some reason, the whole time I kept thinking about that. <laughs> and I think uh, I've talked about this a little bit before, um, and I've made some captions, with some, uh, some of my Instagram posts about this, but about baby hairs. Um, and this is something Les and I were talking about last night and she was on an episode, uh, a few back, um, and we did a podcast swap as well. So I have the episode listed where I'm a guest on hers and just talking about, um, my struggles with race and everything. And, um, yeah, with baby hairs, you know, literally like my baby hairs grow into my eyebrows and there will be no separation between my eyebrows and my hairline if I don't tweeze it all the way back and i got it waxed so many times over the years that it's like i definitely get that too yeah which is like a white woman is like i feel like kind of rare (laughs) yeah not not very frequent (laughs) i know i'm always i always used to think that like i'm so hairy i was like god i'm kind of chubby i'm really hairy it's like it's i almost was like it's not fair like some (laughs) girls are thin with no hair like how did i get so unlucky Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but maybe in maybe in some ways you're actually very lucky because oh. your eyes are open to maybe a lot different things than if you were to have been born that way. It's true. Also, I feel like I'll never go bald. Yeah. Which. I mean, gra- grass is always greener. Um, I know along with baby hairs, like sideburns. Oh, I- and I refuse to even call mine sideburns. I just continuously call them baby hairs. Sometimes my brows will grow so far down around my eyes too. Mm-hmm. Where like I have to like gently pluck around my eyes, which is like insane. Yeah. Like I don't even think my husband gets hair there. No. Yeah. It's, I, I do try to embrace, I'm like, if someone says sideburns, I'm like, no baby hairs. <laughs> they are baby hairs. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. And baby hairs are so cute. I love them. Yeah. I think I again, just like embrace it. I mean, I think they're cute and playful. I love your baby hairs. Thanks. It's so weird to talk about. It's a very hairy topic. Huh? Yeah. Huh? We're, getting, we're getting ourselves into some hairy conversation. Is that the title? <laughs> hairy conversation. You did it. Okay, yeah. That's going to be the title of our episode. Well, with that, hope you guys enjoyed our hairy conversation. I know I did. We're probably going to continue it after this in some more detail, but 
I hope you guys feel a little bit more confident to tackle some hairy situations. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting real punny up in here. I know. I'm not the best at being punny, but um, thank you guys for listening and engaging on this conversation with me, at least on Instagram and asking some of your questions. Um, And appreciate you, Sarah, wanting to share more on body things and talking about boobs and vaginas and our hair. I'm pretty much always an oversharer, so whenever you need me. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, lo- I love the oversharing, though, because it's just like just putting it out there, just being you, being authentic. Um, and I hope to see you do maybe a little bit more of it on your page because you take beautiful photos of everyone. And if you guys live in Seattle and want photos taken, Sarah is definitely your girl. But I like I want to see you on there more. I try. It's hard to get photos like of yourself. I know. but hopefully we see a little bit more I'll do my best just for you Yeah. well you guys can follow her at swolfphoto and um, if you guys have any questions or topics that you guys want to see covered you can send over emails to ask.letstalkaboutit at gmail.com and of course uh, you can find me on Instagram at tamoka thank you guys so much for tuning in again and I'll talk to you next time podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity.